yeah, I just was like, I'm going to hit record from the beginning because, okay. you know, we often miss gold. Yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> I'm finally learning from my mistakes. Good. It has taken six months, almost. Almost, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, yeah. Cool. Okay, you ready? Yep. I hope today you don't need me. Oh, are you still? Okay, give us a, an update on your situation. What's going on? Are you on a desk yet? Are you still on your chair? Like I'm still on my, I mean, I would be on my chair regardless whether I have a desk or not. But um, yeah, I Wait, am. I thought the microphone was on your chair. My The microphone is on my nightstand, which is still the only uh, piece of furniture that I have. Oh, okay. But okay. everything is ordered. Okay. And it's bound to arrive in the next few weeks. So that's nice. <laughs> that's a long window. I know. No, like the. I think it's two or three weeks. Oh, okay. I'll but I've then. decided not to purchase the uh, the wardrobe because it's way too expensive. It's like two. It's like two fifty. Yeah, in a wardrobe you can maybe like wait on and like maybe get something used or something. Yeah, and I just learned that there are two like flea markets every Sunday in my neighborhood, and there's also furniture there. So I might just buy like two things from there oh that'd be actually that'd make a lot of sense yeah so that's why i was as well because my friend uh who works at a certain furniture company was saying that she might get me a discount uh but she wasn't able to unfortunately because the they weren't discountable the types of like the pieces Uh, that i chose so that was kind of a shame so i was like nah nah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spend like 600 euros on furniture yeah i don't blame you i'm just gonna i'm just gonna spend 300 on two pieces yay (laughs) (laughs) but those pieces are important i mean that's the cost of moving right exactly and you know i'll i'll probably keep them around for a while so that's worth it yeah Sounds good. Wow. It's it's nice to get our weekly update of Chris's furniture situation. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. Here we go. Here we are. Here we are talking about furniture, but we're also going to talk about something else today because this is going to be the third and last installment of a little trilogy. First, there was Ghost in the Shell. Last time I talked about Cowboy Bebop. And today I'm going to talk about something that combines three things that I love anime, sci-fi, and one of my favorite albums of all time, because today's topic is Interstellar 5555, the story of the secret star system. And I must assume you don't know what that is. I've never heard of it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Interstellar, which I will just refer to, uh, is an animated film from 2003 and is ostensibly a music video for Discovery, the second studio album of Daft Punk. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, All the music videos that came from the singles are from that that movie. And... uh, but there is also an entire movie. Yeah, as I said, it's just like an entire movie for the uh, duration of the album plus a few more minutes. And so it's like 64 minutes. It cost $4 million to make 
and it provides a narrative for the four, 14 tracks on that album and it's a i think it's it's a really interesting example of kind of a, kind of a great promotion but i think it kind of transcends that it's not just promotional material it's just it's a blast to watch and so yeah there's no dialogue uh there's no dialogue whatsoever uh okay. it's just the music there are like a few sound effects but that's about it but honestly it doesn't need and it doesn't need any dialogue because the music is just so good <laughs> so uh yeah i'm gonna talk uh, mostly about the um the movie itself and like a little bit about the music later on cool have you ha- I, so you have never heard about it you've never watched it but have you listened to the album do you are you aware who daft punk is i know who daft punk is but i'm not aware of this particular album oh wow okay interesting like which album is it i i mean i don't do albums really yeah i know i know it's uh it's uh, kind of a seminal album i would say mm, it's the second one and yeah it, it kind of it was kind of a an important an important one at the time and it's one of my favorites so like of all time across genres so that's that um what are the songs on it i do songs i don't do albums and that that makes sense okay like one more time you probably know ah yeah okay so it's it's that one (laughs) (laughs) exactly and um yeah so so interstellar was written and produced by daft punk themselves so Thomas Bangalter and Guy Manuel Deomim Christo, with another production credit for Toei Animation. It's directed by Kazuhisa Takenushi, and the entire process was supervised by Leiji Matsumoto, the creator of Space, Battleship Yamamoto, no Yamato, sorry, oops, uh, Yamato, Space Pirate Captain Hancock, and Galaxy Express 999, of whom Daft Punk have been fans since their childhood. And this is also a direct line with with the like directly in line with the album discovery which harkened back to the late 70s and early 80s when daft punk were children like they're using samples from that time for example and the album's title discovery was also said to be a nod to the more playful approach to music that daft punk had used in the uh, making of the songs and you know also the proverbial sense of discovery that children have and in terms of plot, the film follows the interstellar band, the Crescendals, as they are abducted by a human who takes them to Earth so that he can market them as the, as the new band that takes the world by storm, with him reaping the benefits from it. A space pilot from the Crescendals' home planet, who is in love with the band's bass player, is charged with rescuing them and... I'm not a huge fan of romantic subplots, but this one for some reason gets me every time. I really, I really like it. Um, it's not like it's it's not taking over. It is really just a subplot, but I I really like it. And uh, yeah, so the film basically follows the band members' struggle to break free from the grasp of their captor and find their way home, which you know, as interstellar travel goes, can be quite difficult. And so this is kind of the, the the general plot of it, but thematically, uh, Interstellar deals with the very notion of stardom and the adverse effects it can have on artists, which honestly doesn't come as much of a surprise, you know, because we are talking about Daft Punk, who famously 
are like have taken to wearing masks to keep a semblance of their privacy and who had gone through this whole spiel claiming that there, there had been like an accident in their studio whilst working on discovery which resulted in them becoming robots and subsequently wearing their famous masks because i mean they are quite famous for wearing these robotic masks right that's my only image of them honestly yes <laughs> yeah and that's kind of the only image that is available of them and uh it kind of works as well because they they sometimes sing on their own albums like they provide vocals but it's always through some auto-tune or whatever so it's always through some uh like i don't know not mechanized process but you get what i mean so it is kind of a robotic thing and that's kind of on brand i guess and yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting approach to it. There are not that many artists who do that, I would say, who try to and who are successful at keeping their privacy. Um, obviously, depending on which like art form we're talking about, it's impossible. Like if you're an actor, that's just impossible. But for musicians too, I think there aren't that many who try to even like stay anonymous to a certain extent which is funny because you know their names but you just don't know how they look like i mean which is more of the barrier right because people don't you know when they're walking down the street or whatever it maintains their privacy right yeah exactly how many people are going to like go through like the extra effort of looking up their faces or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and it's just uh i mean i I think you can't i mean i've not tried to look look them up or whatever because i don't care like (laughs) i just care about their music honestly and um like if i met them in the street even if i knew it was them like i wouldn't do anything about that so Uh, but i think it's just an interesting approach and not i think a lot of people think they want to be famous but i think as soon as they are, like a lot of them kind of probably uh, dislike at least some parts of it. Because, of course, there's always like there, there are uh, advantages and disadvantages. And uh, that's also something that Interstellar talks about uh, because the film criticizes the music industry. And, um, you know, it depicts the pressure labels exert on their musicians and just generally the exploitation of artists by gatekeepers. It's, it's an indictment of how originality is homogenized to appeal as uh, to as many people and thus consumers as possible and the creative burnout that comes from these toxic side effects of fame success and losing one's artistic identity and i think i mean maybe i'm reading a little bit too much into that but i think it's all there and i think though those are super important topics to talk about and that's kind of been lost you ca- you ca- you kind of only see it when there's like this like fall from cra- from from grace um narrative that happens sometimes when when some like a celebrity just can't handle the pressure anymore and maybe just flips or something flips out and i think more people should be talking about it i think maybe that's something that is going to happen with like mental health kind of being more of a topic to be discussed than you know earlier like ever probably that's probably the first time that mental health is even kind of realized as an issue that that it is one and uh yeah so i'm i'm kind of hopeful that 
people will be more aware of it but at the same time there's this huge force that is just idolizing artists and that's honestly <laughs> probably also something that makes them a lot of money so it's kind of a double-edged sword but yeah uh, as i as i mentioned you know the it's 64 minutes there's no dialogue whatsoever and there are only a few sound effects but you know interstellar doesn't really need dialogue it has the animation which is just really it's ha it has this really nice early 2000s feel which just makes me feel nostalgic every time i watch it and Daft Punk's music of course which honestly is just enough and it convey it can convey a lot of emotions especially when it is paired with the animation and yeah the music itself i don't want to talk about it too much so it's 14 tracks and it's just a, it's it's just a huge genre mix and combines elements from house electro disco funk jazz new wave r&b and pop music it has a wide array of instruments as well as various samples from musicians such as barry manilow and the imperials and discovery is one of my favorite albums of all time and might be the the album i've listened to the most in my entire life wow. i realized like as an entire album I'm like sure there are some songs that I've listened to more than others, but generally I listen to this as an album because I'm one of these people who still listens to albums, <laughs> uh, especially because I love concept albums and um, whether it's Daft Punk or Arctic Monkeys or Kendrick Lamar they, or, or Kanye West, they all they all do concept albums most of the time. And I just that's kind of I've discovered in the last few years, that's kind of my jam. So yeah i just i just tend to listen to entire albums a lot and so i i with all this like history that i have with this with this uh album i was really thinking about how do i talk about this music but i've come to the com conclusion that i couldn't really do it justice because i love it but i can't really explain why without this being like a three-hour episode and Frankly, I didn't have that much time to prepare <laughs> and um, I also lack a lot of the vocabulary because I don't really know much about music itself. Yeah. Like I don't really have that much knowledge about it and that's why, you know, I, li I listen to some music podcasts that explain things and break it down and it's, I think that is just very, I don't know, it's it's super impressive and I wish I could do it but I can't. So. I don't, uh, you know, it's I, if I can't do it justice, I'm just not gonna even try doing it, and I'm also not gonna do a top four today. <laughs> before you, what? Ask. I can't. I uh, that would just do kind of a disservice to this album. Again, it's an entire album that I love, and <laughs> wow, <laughs> that I can feel, I can feel the judgment through the microphone. <laughs> uh, it is, it is very ripe. Yeah that's fine i can handle it and yeah i uh, i warned you before rashad that this might be a, a very short episode because i'm just gonna leave it at that whoa you know dear listener t take an hour of your time and listen to this album and really listen and then listen to it again and then watch interstellar pay attention ex and experience this masterpiece and yeah i would honestly really like to oh this is a very short one i just looked at the runtime of this recording it's very short <laughs> but <laughs> I just want again. This is one of my things, right? It's um, I just, I just don't want to spoil things. I mean, it's not like this is like an amazing thing, uh, but but it's 
I mean, it is an amazing thing, but it's not, you know, don't, don't expect like some a masterpiece that is like, will, will, has changed the way music has been done for forever, you know, but I think it is great. And Yurushad should listen and watch and you, dear listener, should lis listen and watch. And I'd love to hear from all of you uh, what you thought. And yeah, I don't know. This is, I just wanted to say that I love this and without like spoiling it as much as you can spoil like songs, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, it's a great album, a great film and a great idea as well to have this as a kind of a, an overarching uh, like narrative of an entire album. And yeah, it's just a fun thing to, to watch. So check it out. Wow, thank you so much. I I really respect your self-restraint and only keeping it to a short runtime, but I don't think I can ever possibly do that with anything. <laughs> well, you that can't all be like an hour, an hour and a half long, so you say that. Yeah. <laughs> that could be, but uh yeah, in terms of preparation time for this episode, actually I did put quite a lot of effort into it, but when it came down to just writing notes to, for this, I was just, what do I say? Because I don't want to like talk about it too much. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't think it was like 15 minutes long, but still here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again. I appreciate it. And I'll definitely take a listen as soon as I possibly can. And a watch as well. And I guess if, if we're leaving it at that, if listeners liked what they heard, what can they do to support the show, Chris? Definitely give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether that's uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, just you know, hit that five-star button so that people can find us e more easily. And if they want to reach out, how can they do that? Uh, the best way to do that is to go to our website, seriallyhook.com, uh, because you can find all of our contact information there. There's a contact form, there's our email address, and there's our Twitter account. And yeah, just reach out if you have any feedback. If you if you listen to this album for the first time after listening to this episode, if you've watched Interstellar for the first time, or if you know it and you love it, <laughs> definitely let us know. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much.